Hey friend, this is the DIY Marketing School Podcast. I am your host and your marketing coach, Melanie Diane Howe. And in this episode, it's another one about the algorithm. I'm gonna be talking a little bit about what that algorithm is for social media, but also how I want you to stop thinking too much about the algorithms. Let's do it. my friend. Oh, okay. Hopefully you are having a wonderful day, whatever it is you're doing at this moment. Today, I'm going to have kind of a quick conversation. We're going to talk about the social media algorithms again. Now, I have talked about the algorithms on the podcast before. In fact, way, 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 way back when, in the very beginning of me launching this podcast, that is one of the episodes that I created and talked about. And essentially broke down what the social media algorithms are. So if that is still something kind of new to you, have no fear. Just go back and listen to that episode. I may, I will make sure that there is a link right there for you in the show notes. But if you're in your podcast app, just literally scroll all the way to the beginning. It's episode number four. So you can get the uh, breakdown of what the algorithms are. So I'll give a quick brief synopsis, though, while we're having this conversation. You certainly don't have to go back and listen to that episode to hear this conversation. But essentially, the, the algorithms are you know, formulas that all the social media platforms use. In fact, algorithms are everywhere. They are in all of the social media platforms. They are part of SEO. They're part of, I mean, Google search. They are essentially, it's essentially using artificial intelligence with behaviors that are being measured. They're trying to predict what users are going to do, what they want. In addition, they're able to, that's how our news feeds, you know, when you log into Facebook, when you log into Instagram, even when you open up YouTube or LinkedIn, everything you see, everything that is presented to you is custom to you. 100% custom to you based on your interests, your previous actions you've taken on other posts, who you follow, who they follow, who they're connected to. It is a massively complex spider web of formulas and tech and built by really smart people who are geniuses, literally. I mean, that's the way I like to describe it, you know, when we're talking about it this way. But what what it, the reason why it's important for you to understand what the algorithms are, even as hard as that word is to say, algorithm, algorithm. <laughs> So they're important for you to understand what they are because it's important for you to understand how your content is being managed on these platforms. And it's it really is important for you to understand that it comes down to lots of different factors that we have no control over. We have some visibility to it. Uh, you know, some of the the platforms are are fairly open about what they're putting into their algorithms or what they're measuring or you know whatever. So for example, Facebook has multiple times said that live videos are favored in the algorithm. And what that means is simply that, you know, if they have, you know, uh, 50 posts in front of them and they're all about the exact same topic, okay, and, you know, you're, they're going to favor the live videos over the other posts for multiple reasons. Uh, I'm not going to break that down or get into that today, but I'm just saying that's one example of a, of a platform actually coming out and saying, hey, this type of this format of content is favored in the algorithm. But it's based on, again, user behaviors 
as well as these platforms trying to create a very particular type of user experience. And it can be frustrating to think that, okay, I create this content and then I don't even have control over, you know, who sees it or how they see it or whatnot. And it can be very frustrating when it feels like, hey, the only way my content gets presented to anybody is if I, you know, put money behind it with ads. And and that it may be the case in, in many situations. But it is what it is. And the reality is, is that we are not we don't own these platforms. So they are in they are in control. If you walk into a coffee shop and you don't like how it's decorated, you have the choice to go to a different coffee shop. You, It's not your coffee shop. But if you love the coffee and you love hanging out there and you can just deal with what they have posted up, that's your choice, right? It's kind of, you know, not the greatest analogy, but bottom line is that we don't own these platforms. So we can't, we don't, we aren't in charge. What, who is in charge are the users. And each of these platforms, trust me, they want to create a good user experience so that people use the platform. That's how they make money. They make money by people using the platform, being on the platform, you know, staying on the platform and interacting on there. And so obviously they're trying to create a user experience that is, you know, gonna that's gonna keep people using it. And so if you look at it that way and think about it that way, then Think about how you can contribute to that user experience, right? Why are people even following you or why are they consuming your content? And so that's kind of the quick synopsis I wanted to give about the algorithm. But the reason I wanted to record this episode is because I think it's very easy to fall into the trap of overthinking the algorithms. <laughs> so I know that there are people often that, you know, that they will ask questions, you know, while I'm live, or they'll send me messages, or even in conversations with people or uh, some of my, you know, coaching clients or whatever, the conversations always come up about the algorithms. So the conversations will always come up about, you know, well, you know, should I do this kind of video or should I do that kind of video? What's going to get the most, the most organic reach? Or should I do this or should I do that? What's going to get me, you know, the biggest bang for my buck? So these questions come up a lot. And I think that there, there's value in understanding and asking those questions and thinking about it. But I also think that you pose a risk to yourself to be creating content for a formula and an algorithm and not just simply focusing on creating content for your audience. And the reason I wanted to talk about this is because I just think that I really do believe, and I've seen the results myself, that if we create content that our audience cares about and that they find valuable, they're going to engage with us, meaning they're going to comment, they're going to be interactive with us, they're going to give us feedback, they're going to stick around, they're going to keep following us, they're going to keep subscribing, they're going to keep downloading. If we serve the audience, the audience is going to hang out and stick around and the algorithms pay attention to that. So be aware of the algorithm, be thoughtful about the fact that there is an algorithm that exists. But what I really rather you do is focus most of your energy on understanding what it is you do, how you serve people, how you want to show up for them, and then understanding how your existing audience wants you to show up for them and what they need from you, but then also how to attract new people. And your content is that is what that is. And so focus on creating good content. So use the practices of asking your audience what they want to learn, asking them, where are they struggling? Where are they limited? 
understand yourself, like look at your audience and whether they know it or not, you can observe where are they struggling, where are they limited, why aren't they doing what they're doing? And the way that we get this information is to create content and to keep having the conversations. And so again, if we focus heavily on the algorithm and we let the algorithm dictate what we're doing, I think we're missing the mark. And I think that you may find that you're not, it just, you're, it's not as effective. So of course, when you get big in business and you're like running a bunch of ads and you're spending a lot of money, the algorithms absolutely should be a thing that you should be thinking about and considering and you should be optimizing everything so that they meet, you know, you're checking off those boxes, right? So you are you are working hard to make sure you you know, you create great content, but then you're checking those boxes like, okay, I'm going to make sure this is phrased this way using this keyword because that's what people are searching. That type of stuff is absolutely valuable but that's a little bit different than what I'm talking about here, okay? That's called optimization. I do think optimization is valuable, but if you're like kind of getting started or trying to grow your audience or you're just, you're like a one-person show, you are not gonna have the energy and the bandwidth to sit there and like overthink all that stuff and be just, you've gotta really focus on your audience. And I, I can't stress this enough, and so again, the more content you create, and as you create content, you'll get feedback, you'll get clarity, certain things will, your audience is going to respond to, and then certain things your audience is not going to respond to. Here's what I want you to do. Take note of what they're responding to. So go back, look at statistics, be thoughtful of your analytics with a little bit of grain of salt. Okay, those analytics, you know, sometimes can be a little misleading. But like, for example, if you have a podcast, pay attention to which episodes are being downloaded the most, pay attention to those right? If you have a live show, if you are creating videos on YouTube, pay attention to which videos are getting views, which older videos are continuing to get views. Where are people commenting? Which videos are people making the most comments on? That's the stuff you need to be paying attention to. Now, if you've created content, and you're like, man, I just know they need this because you know, I just, I see this all the time and, and they, I know my audience needs this information and you create this amazing piece of content and it doesn't really get the traction you thought. Please do not give up right away. Okay. Do not give up in that moment. Do not just assume, okay, well that content didn't work. Try something different. Change the title of your content, reconfigure it a little bit, you know, switch it up. Also consider that sometimes certain pieces of content that we know or certain things that we know our audience needs is not necessarily what they want. <laughs> oh, that's a doozy, isn't it? So there are times when we think our audience needs to learn something and you know what? You're you're right, like they do. But it's if it's not what they want, then it's not necessarily going to always be a good fit for that leading content that you're creating. So your social media content, your podcast episodes, your YouTube videos, your live videos, whatnot, right? So don't just give up on that. Maybe just think, okay, maybe this belongs somewhere else, okay? So first, try tweaking some things up. Change the title, change the way it's phrased, right? Approach it a little differently. And if it still doesn't get traction, then that tells you, okay, this isn't necessarily what they want. It does not mean that it's not what they need. So always consider that there's another place for you to put that content that people need that they don't necessarily want. In your content with these algorithms, right? The algorithms are paying attention to what people want, not necessarily what they need. But 
So that's that's one measurable thing that you can think about. But again, the point I'm trying to get out here that I'm circle back around to, sorry, is that if you're creating content, then you're getting feedback, right? So analytics, data, it's feedback. These are different forms of feedback. You know, the number of likes you got or the number of not likes that you got, like meaning the number of the lack of likes that you got. This is all data that you need to be consuming and processing. This is not algorithmic data. This is you just paying attention to what is working, what is sticking, where's your audience paying attention, what makes them happy, what gets them excited, where do you get that feedback? That's what I want you to soak in. And that is your internal kind of your own little algorithmic thing that you got going on. I do not know in this moment if algorithmic is a word, but we are going to go with it, right? (laughs) Algorithmic is now a word if it wasn't before. Maybe it is. I don't know. Okay, it's fine. So the whole point I'm getting at here is that I just want you creating content and paying attention and then responding to the feedback. All right. So for example, you know, a couple of years ago, multiple years ago, even when I started this podcast, a live video was a topic of my podcast. Live video was a topic in my content, but it was not like a category. And over time with me doing more live videos and the questions I was getting constantly, all of a sudden, you know, my response to that was, okay, live video now needs to become a category, not just a topic. And so it became a category in how I was showing up. And then the feedback kept coming in. The feedback kept rolling in. The the additional questions people wanted to learn. People were saying, will you please, can I hire you? What's your hourly rate for you to coach me? Uh, Can you just, can you spend like a half a day with me and we work on my strategy and you give me feedback, help me set up my my software? Like people were asking this stuff and I, I was like, wow, okay. Clearly, not only do people want this information, they also see a need for it, but then they also look to me as somebody who can be helping them. And so I went from category to revenue bucket. And so I started creating programs and ways to help people with my my live video bootcamp, with my coaching programs. And what happened was, is again, it started out with a topic and I got that feedback and then I made it a category and then the feedback kept coming in and the conversations were changing. If I wasn't showing up and creating content and not paying attention to the feedback, then I here I would be missing out on an, an, a revenue bucket in my business. But if I was if I was focused on the algorithms and I was researching marketing for small businesses, marketing for online entrepreneurs, you know, live video would have been there, but it wouldn't have necessarily been something that I would have said I'm going to I'm going to literally go down this lane. And it was because of the feedback from my audience. And it's not just your direct audience. So you may start to get feedback from peers. You may start to get people who come to you and say, hey, will you come be on my podcast and talk about XYZ? And that XYZ topic, why did they come to you about that? Right? So other people outside of your clientele, your ideal clients, your audience members may also be giving you feedback by the way they come to you and say, hey, will you come talk about this? Or, hey, I noticed that you were doing this. Do you, can we hop on a, a, you know, a Zoom call? I have, I have some questions if you'd be willing to just share some of your insights. So again, feedback is all over the place. It's all around us. The algorithms are using data and feedback as well, but I don't want you to focus on that. I just want you to focus on the conversations you're having, the responses that you're getting, and I want you to use that as information to drive your next steps forward. And if we're not creating content, if we're not getting ourselves out there, if we're sitting back, not doing anything, 
or we're making, you know, or doing a something here, then we're doing something there, we're flip-flopping all over the place and we don't have a great consistent way for our audience to consume content from us, then we're we're missing out on feedback. We are prolonging the process. I have gone through this myself. I have totally made this mistake. I've been in this phase where I see the lack of progress. I see the lack of clarity in what I'm trying to do, what I should be doing, what my audience wants. The clarity came from getting into action, creating content. So content will give you that clarity that you need. So I'm sharing this with you because I think the algorithms and the research we can do using the tools that are out there, you know, to find what people are searching for with keywords and all those things, those are helpful tools, but they're just tools. Don't let them become like your entire system, right? Don't overthink the algorithm. I want you to be creating content. I want you to use those tools to give you ideas, but then I want, where you're really going to get the magic is the feedback you get from your exact audience and the feedback you get from your peers and the feedback you get from people hearing about you, right? You are going to get feedback from natural organic search results. So if you're on YouTube, for example, you know, people may be finding some of your videos through the SEO engines. That is something to pay attention to. And I want you to be thinking about optimizing your content so that you can be showing up that way. But when it comes to the original content idea itself, mm -mm, let's not worry about those algorithms. And I will tell you that even YouTube themselves, YouTube, literally the second largest search engine in the world to Google, YouTube is also owned by Google, by the way, has basically come out and said, they've said, stop worrying about our algorithms and worry about your audience. Just go create good content and the audience will come. The audience will take the actions you want. Focus on your audience and focus on meeting their needs and meeting their wishes by creating content. Don't worry about our algorithms. Let the algorithms do their job and just trust that they're doing the job to help your users have a positive experience, not only on our platform, which gives you a place to show up, but also a positive user experience in how they are interacting with you and consuming your content. And so that's really kind of what I wanted to chat about today is just kind of, sometimes we can get stuck in that. We can hear about the tips. We can hear the experts, certain experts say that we need to be focused on this and we need to you know, do all your research before you decide that that's gonna be a podcast topic or before you decide that's gonna be a video. If your audience is asking you to talk about it, then don't worry about the freaking research and just go create the content, please. Okay, can we do that? Can we agree? <laughs> and if you're not feeling like you're getting that content from your audience, then just be creating content. Use those tools, but get out there. You gotta be getting out there so you can get that that feedback, which is data that is gonna go into your own personal, you know, algorithmic process. So there you have it, my friends. That's kind of what I wanted to share with you today is don't overthink it. Just go create content, get the clarity and keep on going, all right? All right, there you go. There it is. That's it. Go do it. Go create something. All right. All right, my friends, go be awesome. Have a good day.